much for tuning in to Ingeniously Made Whole, where we know that everyone is fearfully and wonderfully made whole. So again, I'm just so glad for you guys to be here with me, especially on Easter, right? And today, I just really want to honor, um, just really be grateful and just really show my appreciation to the Lord sacrificing His only Son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross for our sins. We didn't have to do that. And I'm just really grateful and appreciative because when I tell you I don't believe I could have did it, I don't believe I could have did that. You know, getting stuck with nails in my wrist and nails in my head, thorns nailed across my head. I just don't feel like I could have done that. But at the end of the day, I just appreciate God knowing that he has something so much greater in store for each and every one of us. And so with that being said, happy Resurrection Sunday. And, you know, um, I'm just really glad and grateful to be alive. And it just makes me really think about the things that I'm really grateful for. And I feel like more times than not, we don't take time out of our day to say, you know what, I'm grateful. You know, today might have been a stressful day, but I'm still grateful. I'm grateful to be alive. And when they say that someone out there is dealing with something worse than us, <laughs> they are. I've ran into so many people who are dealing with cancer or have a loved one that's stage four or they're dealing with so much. You know, people are dealing with relationship issues, um, the loss of a parent. There is so much going on. And when you are dealing with grief, it's hard to get past it because, I mean, and there's no such thing as getting past it, to be honest. And like I tell people all the time, there's no such thing as, you know, people say, when are you going to get over that? There's no such thing as that. Because we all grieve differently. For some of us, it might take us a little longer than others to process everything. But for some of us, we might be like, man, I feel like I just, you know... It hits home. For some people, it hits home immediately. For some people, it takes time. And so, I just said this to say that, you know, be nice. Because you don't never know what somebody's going through. That's why when I'm in public and I open doors, I always try to say, you know, thank you. Hope you have a great day when I'm leaving out of places. And just the reality of it is, people have told me that people don't stop and say thank you. People don't stop and say, you know, ask, how was your day? And I'm real big on that. I don't know if that's because I'm super sensitive or what. But my thing is, hey, it doesn't hurt to say hi. It doesn't hurt to ask someone how is their day. It doesn't. And so that just reminds me of a story. Uh, when I was in college, I graduated from UNC. Me, green, egg. But um, one thing about me was when I worked at Walmart... And I ended up getting the name around campus. If I went in class or with my daughter, I was at work. And so people was like, that's a Walmart girl. That's a Walmart girl. And I'm like, okay, I'll take that. But one day I had to, uh, and I worked everything at Walmart from the garden center to the cash register to stocking stuff, <laughs> items to the front door greeter 
And I was like, man, it made me have mad respect for those who I see at the door because I'm like, uh, they need a chair. They sitting here all day long, green things, they need a chair. So I started seeing chairs and I'm like, okay, that's good. But for me staying at that door, I was like, hi, how are you? Everyone walked by. Some people, they look at you, don't say anything. And some people, they look at you and they'll be like, okay, hi, good morning, how are you doing? But the ones that wouldn't say anything, I'm like, okay. So what I started saying was, I guess they can't hear good. And it was interesting how people would then turn around and be like, oh, hi. And my thing is, that's rude. I'm like, it doesn't hurt you to say hi back. It doesn't hurt. You know, regardless of what's going on in your life, it only takes a second to speak. And so I just want to leave that with you guys for my listeners today. Take the time to respond to people care about other people and know that life is so much greater than you and matter of fact if you out here living life and you only worried about yourself you need to find something bigger than you you have to in order to define your purpose where you're supposed to be your self-worth whatever it is you have to find something greater and bigger than you so, with that being said, thank you guys for tuning in to Jeansly May Hall. As we know, where everyone is spiritually and wonderfully May Hall. If you haven't started following me, you need to follow me on the Instagram, on the ground, as we like to say, at Jeansly May Hall. And you can also find me on Facebook, Jeansly May Hall. And you can find me on TikTok at IMW Counselor Petty. Okay? So, today we're going to go ahead and get started. We're going to be talking about my book. Stop the drama, stop comparing, and focus on you. This is seven secrets that every teen girl needs to feel empowered, build their self-worth, build their self-esteem, and really just have a solid foundation. The good thing is I've heard so many reviews from my followers, from teenagers who have read my book, and from women who have said, you know what, these are some great tips. These are things that I wish I had when I was growing up. And the truth of it is, I wish I did too. There's so much that I'm learning now that I was like, wow, like I wish I had known this a long time ago. So that brings us to my chapter that we're going to be reading today. Consistency, one step at a time. That's the name of my chapter. So we're going to be talking about the section that is nobody is perfect called perfectionism. That topic right there. Perfectionism will have you not doing what you're supposed to be doing because it's not perfect. But then as you live life, you realize nothing in life is perfect. Nothing. Nothing. I mean, take it from me. I'm a wife. I'm a mother of four. And when it's time to take pictures, nothing is perfect. (laughs) When I have to pick out pictures, I'm picking out the family picture with... Maybe, you know, I'm well, ideally, I would like to take the picture that everyone's smiling. Everyone's looking a certain way. Everyone's looking at the camera, right? But the reality of it is, there's pictures I like or I have to pick out that everybody's not smiling. Everyone's not looking at the camera, right? And so I use that as an analogy to say, in life, when you have been given something to do, do it. Plan it, execute it, and just do it. Because if not, you're going to look back and be like, wow, five years have passed and I haven't done it. Okay, 10 years have passed and I still haven't done it. How many of you guys, now I'm talking to my adults right now. How many of you guys have purchased a course 
and did not do everything you were supposed to do in the course. You paid your money, but you did not do everything. I'm not talking about taking notes. I'm talking about applying the action, executing. Right. A lot of people have it. And so some people have, and they were able to see the results or been like, okay, wow, that was a waste of money. <laughs> or some people are like, you know what, I'm glad I paid my money. It works. But for many people that I have talked to and counseled, they paid their money and did not do the work. And it's not because they didn't want to or have a desire to. They Time commitments, not realizing that, okay, this is going to require more time than I'm able to put in. For some people... They just didn't feel like doing all of the work that it actually required or they needed to invest more money in order to utilize the whole entire system. And so it's just important that in life when we make decisions to first figure out, okay, is this something that I really truly want to do? Why do I want to do this? And not just a surface level why. Like if it's if your surface, if your why is let's say I want to make more money, okay. Everybody wants to make more money or should, right? But you have to dig deeper. What is your specific why? You know, I want to spend more time with my family, okay? Yes, you want to spend more time with your family, but why? And so, you know, there's this book I read called Millionaire Success Habits by Dean Graziazzi. And he talks about how your why, in order to really understand your why and your purpose in life, it's like peeling an onion. You need to peel it back, (laughs) seven to 12 times and in his study he does it 12 times when he talks about unshoveling your why you have to unshovel that why so you can understand like why am I doing this why am I getting up every day clocking in on this job and that's not my purpose And so the key is understanding that if you know that, okay, I have to clock in on this job right now so I can get to where I desire to be, that's different because you know your why. You know this is temporary. But for some people, they're confused. They're in their stuck season. I've talked to so many people who are in their stuck season. And my word for you today is don't let perfectionism stop you. Don't let it stop you from being great. Y'all know for me, right now, my purpose is I help teens, women and teens, to heal from physical and mental abuse so that they can consistently achieve their goals. And if you're a teen, that is to develop a trade, attend college, start your own business. If you're an adult, to help you start your own business, do something different in what you're doing. Do find out what that is to bring you passion, bring you joy, but to be able to do it consistently. Because what I find is most people, they lack consistency. They lack the ability to consistently push themselves because they don't have those systems in place to say, okay, it's just like working out. I can say all day long, I want to work out. I want to lose 20 pounds. But it's not until something clicks and connects in your brain to say, you know what? My, not only what I'm saying, but what my actions are has to align with what I am doing. Meaning that I'm going to have to put in some habits. I'm going to have to put some things into place. 
I'm going to have to do a check and balance system to make sure that I'm actually getting there and actually doing the work. I have to say, okay, this time, every single day, I am going to work out. No interruptions, no ands, ifs, or buts. I'm going to lay out my clothes the night before and thus putting systems in place, developing those habits. My gym shoes. My water bottle. I'm going to fill it up the night before to make sure it's ready. My keys. I'm going to have them in my purse, ready to go. Make sure the car has gas. You have to do the things that you need to do ahead of time so that way you can alleviate those excuses because my thing is this hey let's keep it real you're human you wake up it's cold outside you already don't want to work out let's say you don't have gas i'm I'm gonna stay in my warm bed i'm not even gonna lie to you okay i'm gonna stay in bed i'm like i can work out later but then how many times do we say we're gonna work out later and guess what later never comes as far as working out because there's so many other things that need to be done especially if you're a mother you gotta take care of the kids you have to cook dinner or even if you're a father, you're working, you're doing this, you're doing that. And it's hard for you to commit to that, especially when you have so many other commitments. And that's why if you want to do something, if you want to be successful, you have to figure out what are you willing to sacrifice? What is it? Is it my sleep? Am I going to go to bed earlier so I can get up? If I want to write a book, I'm going to have to cut some things out. When I wrote my book, Honey, let me tell you, when I wrote this book, I had to cut cut out everything. I had to miss a lot of things, a lot of events. I had to sit down, I had to focus, get it done. I couldn't be like, oh, yeah, 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 I'm going to go out here, I'm going to go out there, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. No, because I was focused. I was like, no, I have to be about what I'm writing about. <laughs> and I have to get in my mind, right? I have to be in the right mindset. And so for me, it wasn't about me just saying, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. No, I had to realize I have to be focused. And so that's what we're talking about today on top of perfectionism is staying focused and making those sacrifices. Are you, are you willing to get up at 5 o'clock in the morning so you can pray, have your time alone with God, get to the gym, go straight to work, get off of work, and work on your dreams and goals some more in between while you're doing everything else you need to do with your kiddos. Staying up late after you put the kids to bed so you can work on your dreams. Getting up early. You got to understand it's for a season though. It's for a season. And so when I think about myself and the sacrifices I've made, I've made so many sacrifices. Whether it was in my marriage, whether it's with my, as a mom, being a parent, being in the field of education, as a counselor, I've made so many sacrifices. But at the end of the day, I wouldn't be where I am today had it not been for the Lord presenting those opportunities to me and making the way for me to be able to do them. And so, you know, as you get older, you start seeing things a little clearer. And you realize that, hey, where I'm going, where I'm headed, requires me to change my circle. I got to change my circle of friends. I got to change the people that I'm hanging around. I got to change what I'm doing. And so when you realize that the time is now to change yourself, 
change your circle because you see where you are going. You'll you'll be you'll walk around with a smile. You'll walk around in confidence because you know who you are and whose you are. And when I think about that and I realize that I have to start treating myself like the millionaire I know I am. <laughs> and things start changing for me. Go out to eat. I'm leaving a good tip because I know that I have been called to be greater and to bless others. And the more that I give, the more God will turn around and give to me. Whether it's help in the form of help, whether it's in the fun, in the um, form of funding, you know, finances, whatever that is, you know, whether it's in having a healthy, abundant relationship with my spouse, with my children, whatever that is. And so when you walk a walk and when you've been through things in life, you don't worry about anything because you know that God's got you. Now, we know the devil's busy, right? We know that. <laughs> he is busy on all kinds of levels, right? But at the end of the day, I'm not going to allow that to stop me because I know that God has so much great in store for me. So, in my chapter, Consistency One Step at a Time, we're going to talk about how nobody is perfect. Perfectionism. So, why is perfectionism considered a good or bad thing? I can challenge this by saying, why does it have to be considered good or bad? Perfectionism is all about how hard you are on yourself. This ties into family and friend dynamics of scrutiny that you might have encountered growing up. Maybe you were brought up in a family where nothing less than perfect was acceptable. Meaning your hair had to be on point. Your clothes had to be up to par. You cannot walk out of the house looking any type of way. And especially, not with a onesie or a hair button on. (laughs) I'm laughing at that because now I see so many people walk around, they have hair bunnies on, onesies on, all kind of things. And growing up, I'm sorry y'all, my mom, my parents didn't play that. You can go outside with a hair bunny on, a robe, house shoes, none of that. We, we just couldn't do that. <laughs> and it's just crazy because now I see that and I'm just like, oh my gosh, right? Oh my gosh. But then, like, everybody's different in how they grow up. Like, growing up, we couldn't walk around naked. You had to have clothes on. If you walk around the house, when you get up, you didn't get dressed. You didn't walk around with your robe on, your gown on, or nothing. You didn't walk around just naked. Like, mm-mm. You didn't walk around with your drawers on. That's, that's not okay. That's just not how that works. And so, really, it just comes down to so much. And so, when you grow up like that, and you grow up with things having to be a certain way, it's 18 years of your life, depending on how long you stay at home, right? And you realize that, wow, there are so many different ways that people live their life and go on with life, you know? Some people, they're just free. They're just free. And so when it comes to, you know, perfectionism, if you're that person who had to have straight A's, you couldn't bring home anything less than an A, you're going to be hard on yourself. Because you're like, I know I can do or I had to do nothing less than the best my whole life. And so I'm here to let you know today that, yes, that might have been how your life was growing up. But as an adult, you don't have to live your life like that. You don't have to allow yourself to not execute because of the fact that you're afraid of how things are going to come to play. You're afraid of how... It's not going to be perfect. Do we want things to be perfect? Of course we want things to turn out and be perfect. 
But the reality of it is, is things in life are not perfect. Nothing in life is perfect. And we have to stop being so hard on ourselves. So if you have whatever your dream is, whatever your desire is, just do it. If you've been trying to write a book, write the book. <laughs> it doesn't take years to write a book. If you have been just contemplating on starting that business and you're like, I don't have the followers, I don't have the this, don't let other people stop you from accomplishing your dreams and your goals. You cannot do that. Don't be, oh, you know, let's say you want to start a cooking business, food truck, whatever. Go get the food truck. You know, you might be like, I don't know. Da, da, da. You know what? Guess what? We have access to so many resources. And we perish for lack of knowledge. So guess what? You might not have all the knowledge. You might not have all the answers. But guess what? Somebody out here does. So go connect with somebody. Go start the business. Go start whatever it is you need to do. Go do it. And so I hope today that I can challenge you to go do whatever it is that's been laying on your heart that you've been like, you know what? The journal I was creating, whatever it is, the journal, the planner, whatever, just go do it. Put it out there and people will tell you whatever it is that you need to change, you know, go start your pre-orders, whatever it is you need to do, go do it. And so for me, I realized that, you know, it doesn't have to be perfect. But also remember, you don't have to do it alone. You don't have to do it alone. And so when it comes to you deciding what it is that you want in your life, I want you to go for it. Do it. Don't let anyone stop you. Like I say, plan it, execute it, and just do it. Okay? So don't live in fear. Don't allow perfectionism to stop you from accomplishing your goals. Be consistent. And just live your best life. Do what you need to do today. So that way you can live the life that you know that you desire and deserve to live. So thank you for tuning in to Endurance Me Whole. And go download my free ebook, Seven Ways to Heal Flawlessly at FocusYourSuccess.com. You can download your free ebook. And you can also purchase a copy of my book, Stop the Drama, Stop Comparing, and Focus on You. Thank you guys for tuning in. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram, social media, TikTok, IMW, Counselor Petty, Instagram, Facebook, and James Lee May Whole. And I hope that you guys have a blessed day. And thanks for spending some time with me on Easter. Bye. There we go. That was great.